The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Mikhail Kingsbury is a Canadian freestyle skier who is widely accepted to be the most accomplished mogul skier of all time. He's a six-time world champion and also an Olympic champion too. It's not all been easy for Mikhail though. He fractured a bone in his back whilst training during the curtailed 2020-21 season. He's healthy now though and spoke to Ash Tulloch about the expectations for Beijing 2022, his emotions following his spinal injury and how he became the perfect moguls athlete. Olympic Channel Podcast. I'm super stoked to to get the chance to catch up with you. We've been trying to catch you for a while. Yeah, it's been pretty busy since uh, November, just uh, getting uh, the Olympic qualifiers and all the World Cups and a lot of traveling. So it's uh, I'm glad everything is done, and uh, the next one is the Olympics. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Feel so I feel pretty ready right now. When you say ready, what does it like? What do you feel you need to do to be ready? Because it's one thing to be physically ready, but it must be another thing to be mentally ready. And then there's COVID. So, what is it when you say you feel ready? Like, what can you describe that a bit more? Uh, when I say I feel ready, is um, you know the the results are there. I feel I'm kind of peaking at the right moment. Yeah, I feel confident in the the, the start gate, and uh, it's my third Olympic also, so I kind of know a bit better how to you know get ready for for this big event. And uh, yeah, mentally, physically, the body is uh, is feeling amazing, and uh, yeah, it's just a, everything kind of came together, and now I'm in a, you know a little training camp, getting ready for the game. So. And that camp is just to work on the, you know, small details and the last little thing that's going to make me shine at, at the game. But, uh, yeah, overall, I'm, you know, the, obviously there's COVID. There's a lot of stuff we got to avoid. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 the competition and everything uh, is still going to be the same. And, uh, yeah, I'm just super excited. I love how you talk about uh, doing the things that make you shine. I think that's a really beautiful way of describing what you do because as much as you're a competitor, I mean, it seems like you are also a performer. You know, you're quite a artistic kind of creative uh, competitor. How, how would you describe describe yourself? I'm a, I think I'm one of the... The best gear, and when I say shine, is uh, overall just make my lo- my run look good. Spot that are just so important for the judges, and uh, I think I'm a, a fairly good jumper. And when I'm on it, I can be the fastest in the world. So, yeah, it's a combination of everything in in mogul skiing. You know, you you don't want to just ski clean. You you need to jump well and to be one of the fastest. So it's an overall package. There's skiers that are very fast, but they don't jump very well. There's skiers that jump very well, but are very slow and more sloppy skiing. Um, I think um, maybe not the best at everything, but one of the best at, at uh, you know, 
putting a run always that's super consistent together. And uh, this makes you know very very good score at the end. So when I say make it shine, it's just um, yeah, get everything so you have like the best you know overall package. quite humble you know you've been incredibly successful you're always called the goat the king you know all of the headlines have these wonderful analogies about you but how do you how do you manage your ego uh well that doesn't change to me i'm i'm always gonna stay the same guy even though you know all the wins and the podium um it doesn't really change me and I had some good example in my career or I've seen in my life, you know, some athletes that, you know, uh, yeah, winning and podium, I don't know how to say it in English, but got to their head and I don't really like that. So yeah, I'm just staying myself and, uh, it's more fun like that. I don't need to be another guy. I mean, I'm just myself skiing and, the results are amazing. The headlines are the headlines are awesome. You know, they they make some cool stuff with my name. And but yeah, uh, for me, I'm not doing that for for the headlines or for the stats. I'm doing this for me, and I'm I'm happy of what I've achieved so far. Do you do you read the headlines? Do you like when was the last time you Googled your name? Sometimes I Google it just to try to find new pictures for social media, but that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, yeah, sometimes I read them when people are, you know, texting me, I read this article, it's very good. I rarely read the article they're, they wrote on me because I'm like, I've been part of it, so I know what I said. But yeah, sometimes, yeah, there's a lot of great journalists that, you know, have made some amazing article about me. So yeah, it's uh, I rarely read them, but it's uh, always appreciated. So, what is it like when you're when you're in Quebec, uh, having been so successful and quite famous? Uh, can you walk down the street? Oh yeah, I can definitely walk in the street. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's um, it's actually very awesome when the people this you know they stop me. I think the people are super respectful back where I'm from, and they. It's never really too annoying. There's for sure places like where no one recognized me uh, in Montreal, and that's that's great. But there's also places where if you go close to where I grew up, if I go to the grocery store, for sure I'm going to get stopped every time. Um, if you go to ski areas, uh, yeah, it's, those are the places where most of the people recognize me. But it, it, it's not too crazy. It's just like, it's kind of like the perfect world, you know, it's, it's nice to get the people because, uh, you know, they, they're following and they're proud of you. So it's always make a, make a smile on my face. Has anyone ever offered to buy you some bananas or pay for your, your milk in the supermarket? Uh, no, not at the grocery store. But, yeah, it happens sometimes when people are you know, kind enough. In restaurants especially, um, you get free meals sometimes. And that's awesome. Free drinks at the bar. Well, that was back in the days when we could go. Um, but no, uh, yeah, people are awesome. I've I've got some uh, some sweet gifts uh, over the years uh, just uh, by being recognized. So it's uh, yeah, it's cool. 
do you reflect back on, I don't know, maybe your school teachers or your first coach or are there people who at the start of your career um, have have come and told you how proud they are of you? Do you, do you have any connections with, with any of those people who knew you when you were a little boy, you know, that little nine-year-old that wrote that famous um, Olympics quote? <laughs> I remember after 2014, I was super special because that was my first Olympic Games and I won a silver. And I didn't know really what to expect when I was coming back home. And my high school where I grew up, they uh, renamed the, their gymnasium to my name. And I was only, you know, 21 years old. And uh, it's, it was still when I got into the school, the school was maybe three years old. So it's fairly new. So I was the first and only Olympian from pretty much my area and from my school. So, you know, to come back to have, um, to have my name, you know, on the big gymnasium at the school, it's, it was pretty crazy. And seeing all my old teacher that, you know, I taught back in the days they didn't really like me, and you know now they uh, they were pretty proud. And uh, yeah, it, it it was amazing to to come back home to all those stuff. And uh, same thing with twenty eighteen. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's been nice to see uh, you know old faces that I obviously remember, and uh, you know that were coaching me when I was eight nine years old on the slopes, and uh, seeing them back and yeah i was uh i was pretty proud to you know show them my gold medal or whatever medal and talk about the olympics and talk about the old uh the old days amazing to think you know how far you've come a little boy you know and it is it's famous that you wrote that quote with the olympic rings and you put it above your bed if i'm recalling it correctly um I will win the Olympics. I mean, that's a pretty cool little note for a nine-year-old to write. I know. I, but, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I still, sometimes I, like, I try to put myself back to when I was, like, nine years old and I wrote that, but I can't really, you know, I I don't have a big memories. Like, I remember doing that, but, uh, yeah, it was just, like, a little boy's dream, and it's crazy that, uh, you know, I made it happen, and, Again, I'm getting ready to pursue the dream one more time. It's actually still out there at my parents' place. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take it off. Maybe never or when I retire. Because, like, I wrote I will win. But, yes, I made it happen. But it's still it's still what I want right now. So it can stay there. Um, you, didn't, you didn't add to it and put in brackets again? <laughs> yeah, just right. Yeah, again. Yeah, I'm trying not to think, you know, too much about just winning uh, this Olympic. Uh, I know I can do it. I've done it before. And once you do something once, I always believe you can do it twice. Uh, I know it's not going to be easy. But, uh, yeah, I just have to focus on, on the process and go one run at a time when I'll be in Beijing. And I know I have the skills, I have the tools, I have everything to to do a back-to-back. So. If I start maybe focusing too much on trying to win, it's going to be a bit harder and a bit more stressful. So, yeah, I uh, I'll I'll focus on the on myself and the little things. And I know when I do that, usually I scan my best. And um, yeah, and then I'll I'll give myself the the most chance to to back to back. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> 
you've had a lot of things happen in your life since the last Olympics. You know, in particular, the the spine fracture that you've that you've had to overcome uh, must have been a huge hurdle for you. I mean, how much confidence does that give you to know that you can go through something super difficult like that and then still make those top podiums? Yeah, it was my first major injury last year. I was out of the slope for my whole career. Yet to watch the event on TV, it was actually a little bittersweet, you know, to watch the best skiers in the world on TV and being part of it. Um, but at the same time, it was kind of it's kind of fun, and I learned a lot about myself. And yeah, it was a roller coaster of emotion. I I think I did my rehab the the best way I could to come back. I was super motivated because of you know the World Cups that were coming and the World Championship. But I know it was a super small window, and I had to do everything right to be able to come back in the start gate. And uh, yeah, when I got to Deer Valley, my first event, I kind of felt like the Olympics. Um, you know, it, it was a long time since I haven't been in the start gate. Um, my back was, you know, still a little bit sore. So, um, you know, the Olympics are so big that you're always a little bit more nervous when you're in the start gate than other events. And it was kind of like this because I wanted to come back and not actually just to prove to everyone that I, I was back but also to myself and to everyone that helped me i wanted to you know to show them that we were ready to uh to win and um yeah that was uh that's for sure helped me become a better athlete it's uh it's not fun you know you sometimes you have to you know take a little step back to to make a bigger step forward and uh, i think that was the case and uh now my back is fully 100% and uh, I feel stronger than ever right now so it's good but then you just confess that you get nervous and I think a lot of people would be surprised because given that you've been so successful I mean you don't look nervous yeah I don't look nervous I mean nervous it depends like the level I think everyone is different I'm not in the body of uh, other people so I don't know what their stress level is compared to mine but I think being nervous is fine it's, for me it means I care and I want to do well and usually when I'm a bit nervous like it's not crazy like I mean I'm in total control of my body and but yeah it makes me ski better when I'm nervous because I care and I'm it's easier for me to be like in the present moment and be focused on the the right stuff and um I feel confident, but being nervous just bring me right right in the middle to you know to perform a bit better. Because I believe if you're not, then maybe there's something maybe that's gonna I don't know to say that exactly in English, but something I feel is missing, and you you kind of I I need those butterflies in my stomach in order to to be at my best and just say yeah. As long as it's not too crazy, but right now I've won the Olympics, and I remember I told myself that you know I never have to be nervous again for any competition event. But yeah, four years later, I'm still is it still is, but it's less than it was in the past now. So it's a it's a little bit more fun to compete. When you make it, when you bake a cake, you have to get all the right ingredients, and you have to do it, you know, the right way to make the right cake. And it seems like, in the same way, you've worked out the right calculations to make to make 
you know, the right moguls kind of uh, athlete. I mean, do, do you feel like you've done that? I think so, um, in my own way. Obviously, uh, when I was a kid, I had a lot of models and idols that I remember I wanted to, you know, jump like one guy, ski like one guy, be fast like that guy, be smooth like that guy, and kind of mix them all together, and it'll be like the best athlete in the world. So I kind of wanted to uh, take a little part of all my idols. And uh, and yeah, no, I, ju- I think I just worked hard, and I think I figured out how to... Uh, <laughs> to make a good competitive run constant, like on a daily basis. Uh, but it's just a lot of hard work, a lot of, you know, I've watched so many videos. Um, yeah, took my time on little details. Yeah, just uh, simple stuff. I, I like what I do, so it's always easier. If you like cooking cakes and you do them a lot, at some point you're going to maybe cook the best cake in the world. and. I, I like to ski moguls, so I've done so much and I've worked, you know, a lot on it. So it's, uh, there's nothing very, like, there's no, no secret that I do. I like it. I like it. Well, I hope that you can put all the right ingredients together uh, to bake the cake <laughs> that you want for that back-to-back uh, in Beijing. It's going to be very, very, very exciting. Thank you very much. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Big thanks to Ash and also to Mikhail as well. He is simply Mikhail Kingsbury on Instagram. Ash is Ash underscore Tullock. And we are simply Olympics across all socials. Right then, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you very soon. Think like an Olympian.